Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Man, it is a gorgeous day here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 65 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, we should be out fishing. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Or we could record another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. I would love to. I love to. It's my favorite day of the year, Ray. I'm not sure if I've ever told you that. No, that's brand new. And it just gets better every time you say it. Wonderful. Every time. So what are we talking about today, John? Uh, we're here on the banks of the Tennessee River. Is that what we're talking about? No. No, that's... Uh, is that, is that you telling me you got nothing? That's where we are, and as we are here, what we will discuss is uh, motivation. <laughs> we, we've done a, a part one on this before. We did, but we got more into the uh, education side of motivation. Like how to teach. Right. Yeah, we were going by, I think this was mostly me, probably, is... I, we were going off the tenant that most people will quit scooting that closer to me. Well, I'm, I'm watching the... I know, but every time I'm louder and you keep saying, well, I'm watching the things, it, you're obviously lower. Are you going to... And then I go edit it and I'm like you yelling. Say that again? I go edit it. You go, go edit it? I go edit it. <laughs> I go edit it. it. Easy for you to say. Right. Please uh, continue your thought. I'm sorry. No, just leave the mic alone, Ray. Here, put it up. Here, is this better? Yeah. Is it, do the levels work right there? Yeah, is that good? Right oh, that's that's awesome. Okay. Enough and, enough jerking around, Ray. And I don't know what changed because when we first started doing this, you would slowly and progressively throughout the recording uh-huh. slide the mic closer to me. Yeah. And and or, no no you would. Yeah, slide the mic closer to me. Yeah. And I want to slide it closer to you. Yeah. I'm obviously like 14 inches away, and you're like three feet. And yet you think that you are too Where's low. the tape measure? I'm telling you. I'm calling you out. No, okay. you're wrong. Okay. Get, get the tape measure. I promise you, I am closer than you. Now, you do, you know, kind of rock, rock, back rock in your chair, so at times you're closer. 28 inches. Okay. And? 26 inches. See? Damn, it is closer to you. Okay. Well, anyway. Winner! Big winner right here. Big winner. a whole lot closer to me. So, what are we talking about today? Motivation. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to talk about motivating people. We've done a podcast on this before. We did. But we're just going to rehash this whole thing. Well, I was making a joke. I thought you would say, yeah, what were you saying? (laughs) So we've done a podcast about this before. uh, But I think that I kind of got off on a tangent of assuming that people uh, are self-motivated. Okay. They just need to be uh, given the reasons to... um, to believe in what you are trying to get them to do, whether that be a different sales process, a different, uh, you know, workflow, things like that, that if you just sell them the idea that they will naturally go self-motivate and do it. So you're, you're just basically trying to lead them to water. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think so. They'll drink on their own. If you lead them to water. Yeah. That people want to be successful, they will put in the time and effort 
if you just show them the benefit, which, which I think goes back to finding, just like in a sale where you're trying to find out what are the motivating factors, right? You know, what uh, pain point are we trying to eliminate, or what goal are we trying to reach? You know, what is it? It's either uh, to get away from a negative feeling or to achieve a positive feeling. That, that's the whole motivation for doing anything. So I was saying that if we can determine what their positive feeling they're chasing is and show them how doing things this way will achieve that for them, then boom, that's all the coaching you need. They'll go do it because they're going to chase their own positive feeling. Um, and you think that works every time with every type of person it works with birds dogs dolphins <laughs> no so you're I going to the lowest common denominator here no I, I was making a joke that it works universally but no obviously no not a hundred percent every time without do you, fail do you get the feeling because of the fact that you have to let me know you're making a joke yeah. that maybe your jokes i think how much have red bull have you had today none that's Maybe a contributing factor. Okay. Maybe you should go motivate yourself. It's, so, you want some pre workout? I have some pre workout in the kitchen. Flip it on me. It's my, <laughs> what else you want to talk the, about? The, the problem here, Ray, is you. That, that's what we've gotten to. All right. All right but I'm right. here to help you solve it. I hey. have, have pre workout formula. No, I don't I have that. Uh, crap. I can. We we can stop the episode and start over. What do you want to do? No, I think we're we're on a roll. Why would we want to stop now? That was a joke. I'm just kidding. Oh God, another one of those jokes, <laughs> man. So, <sighs> um, have you ever read the book Drive by Daniel Pink? I have seen the cover, but I don't believe I've ever read it. Yeah, there, there's actually beyond the cover. There's some content in there. Is that a joke? <laughs> no. I'm oh, serious. Okay. They're really oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So, uh, and one of the most enlightening things that uh, one of the takeaways from that book was he was talking about you know is, is money the best motivator, mm-hmm. right? And there are there are research experiments where money actually became a detractor to motivation than the success of achievement, right? Once they introduced money into the equation, all of a sudden it became a job. Well, he should have just asked me. That's what I just said like 30 seconds ago. No. What are you talking about? Dogs and birds? Yeah. Well, that was the joke part of it. Did you hear the substance of it? I guess not. (laughs) But the reason you, because you were on your phone. Put your damn phone away while we're recording a podcast, Ray. Is it on mute? No, I was doing research. <laughs> Looking up the name of that book? I knew Daniel Pink, but yeah, I couldn't remember if Drive was the whole name or if, it, you know, if there was some longer name. I think you've told me this before. Is I wanted I to get this. to the cover, which was very impressive to you. You were very pleased with that cover. It's got the word Drive on it? It says Drive, yes. Yeah. So in his research, or are you going to let me t- tell the point? Oh no, please go ahead. <laughs> I said I was going to give you credit for this beautiful okay. point. Please, I think I heard this from you. Ready, go. The only reason people do anything is either to remove a negative stimulus, stimulus, or to attract a positive stimulus. You're either chasing a good feeling or trying to eliminate a bad feeling, right? That's brilliant. Who All came right. up with that? Well, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. That pretty much sums up motivation. Who, who, who came up with that? 
I think you did, uh, right? Me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was great. I, I read it in your book. Good. <laughs> my, my well, book. I mean, you haven't finished the book, but you have the cover. <laughs> I, and uh, really, the cover is all that matters, according to you. Well, yeah. Well, that's, what's, you that's what you see when you download well, the audio file. So, so. so the, uh, the example that he gave was how people will spend hours and hours on a game mm-hmm. on their phone mm-hmm. that has no potential of rewarding them financially. I agree. In Candy fact, crush or whatever. Right. In fact, many times they'll spend money to continue <laughs> to play this game yeah. and achieve higher levels and all yeah. they've done is gotten to a new level. Yeah, purely uh, intrinsic. It's an expense. It's not an investment. It's not uh, an investment. Unless you look at it like, okay, well it's uh, creating peace of mind or you know giving some external stimulus. Right, and they're, they're but there's about. something that's motivating them to continue to perform this activity within this game to try to gain higher and higher levels of success. Yeah, like, like anyone pays to go play golf or... Well, I had a better example. Oh, like an alcoholic pays for booze. It's not getting any positive stimulus. Right. It's an expense. It is. That uh, in in chase of a positive stimulus. Chaser, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's a book, uh, Games People Play. You ever read this book? No, but I've seen the cover. Have you seen the cover? <laughs> Love the cover. On the front of it, it Never says Games People book, Play. But, yeah. It was written back in the 60s, I believe, where these, uh, you know, group of researchers get together and I think one guy in particular like categorizes a lot of human behavior into specific games that people are playing to receive this positive stimulus. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I can't think of any right off the top of my head. <laughs> well, Nothing I, comes to mind, but I, I'm sure. I remember the alcohol one. So in the and you, he sets this up like, all right, here's the name of the game. How many players are involved? Just you know, just like you're reading instructions for Monopoly. Right. Who the players are, when the game is played, where the game is played. So uh, you know, one of them is about alcoholics, and he says the alcoholic has to play. You know the uh, the guy always chasing the buzz, and then you know it's back in the '60s, so you have these very defined roles. Well, the wife was the uh, uh, quiet, supportive victim, but then she gets a positive stimulus from that because in the community people feel pity for her, and so she gets this, you know, compassion right from the community and the church, and she can go in there. Oh, you know, Jerry got drunk again last night. I don't know what I'm going to do. And they and say, her reward is all these people oh, wrapping their arms woman. around yeah. her and giving her attention yeah. and positive support. Yeah, and so. So Jerry goes, you know, he goes to the, uh, like, AA or whatever, you know, to, he, he goes to quit drinking. Right. Well, he's doing really good. You know, he goes, like, two or three weeks without drinking. Well, everybody's thinking, oh, great, you know, finally, Jerry's going to not drink, his wife's going to be happy, and no, everybody's miserable. Right. Because the wife doesn't get this compassionate stimulus from her beers. Right. So she wants Jerry to go out and get drunk again. Sure. So, I don't know, just, so there are, like, you know... 50 games like that one little game. Right. Hilarious. And they are multi-dimensional. Yeah. Right? It's not just, uh, you know, do this good, do the, don't do that bad, or vice versa. Um, well, yeah. and so let's kind of take it to the next level. All right. We're What about when we're trying to motivate people, mm-hmm. right, dealership specific, and knowing that, I mean, monetary compensation is certainly a motivator, 
but how do we employ some of the other intrinsic motivators to people? Um, I would say, you know, status or status or station within the dealership I is agree. certainly a motivator. Reward or acknowledgement being identified amongst their peers. Yeah, no, I think that that's a huge one. Um, I mean, I, ideas are just popping in my head left and right. I'm thinking like some dealers have a design specific parking space for the salesman of the month. Right. Uh, obviously, the leaderboard, you know, the, the glass that we put all the units on or that whiteboard, whatever, you know, there was always, uh, we always just called it the glass. I think that's pretty universal. You know, go glass the go deal. Go glass the deal, yeah. They would arrange that thing sometimes, you know, you get a new GM or a new sales manager or something come in and they would go, well, let me put these teams up here and recategorize this thing. I'm like, no, man, you put the best guy at the top. Right. <laughs> you put I don't want to be, yeah, just a you, member of a team. You put them in order of last month's results. So the top guy was sold the most. The next guy sold the second most. And then you go up there, oh. I see your name is at the top of the list, but you haven't sold as many as the third guy. Well, rather than re redoing the board to where the top guy was at the top, mm-hmm. how about where the top guy was the furthest to the right, right? Where they would fill in boxes and you could see, kind of like looking at a grid, well, maybe the guy in the middle, but his boxes are all the way, you know... 15 boxes over and the next closest as you're looking across this yeah i mean i think either way you do it either way you if you've got units as the column right you know each column is a unit right and each row is a name well obviously you can see pretty quickly who sold the most this month right but yeah something i mean it's another little mind trick of having your name at the very top of the board uh that's that you want to keep it there that's, that's your motivator. It was for me, man. You want to motivate Higgins? I mean, I was Put very... a board, put the guys at the top, be the best. Look, I was a very selfish salesman in many ways in that I wanted to prove that I was the best in the world. And, uh, you know, if you weren't... Uh, if you were trying to detract from my goal of right. being the best in the world, then uh, I didn't you have time enemy. for you. You were the enemy. Well, I just didn't have time for you. All right. I mean, I'm, that, yeah. that that was a pretty big admission. Yeah. Are you, are you okay? You need a hug? Or <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not that way I'm anymore. a I selfish probably, salesman. I probably couldn't have said that in the time that it okay. was occurring. But looking back now, I mean, so hell, now that, that you've matured eight or ten years ago. You've matured. You've grown beyond that. And you can look back and reflect introspectively and say, you know what? I was a selfish salesman. Well, I mean, it served a purpose. I... I I wanted to be the best and be the top, and uh, all right. So, so if you got a John Higgins in your midst, that's 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 how you're going to motivate takes, him. It takes all kinds of folks. It takes it takes a lot of folks. <laughs> hey, there's different types of personalities in the world. Right? Hey, you got different different types. Some people, people want to be winners. Some people want to be team captains. Some people want to be in the backs, making the set for the production. Some people just want to be on the team. They Some don't people really want to be the lead singer. You know, right. are you a drummer or your your lead singer or you a roadie? Right. What are you in life? At that time, I wanted to be the lead singer. You did. Now, that is not so important to me anymore. Now you want to be the manager. (laughs) (laughs) They make all the money anyway, don't they? They got to cut the deals. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, he's got the house and the nice cars. All the things that the artist owns are all uh, advances on their on their royalties or whatever. Amen. So yeah, they they get done at the end of the year. They get done with their tour. Okay, well, hey, you made uh, three million dollars, and here's your hundred thousand. You know, after we took out for all of the concessions and the cars and the jets and the homes. And the manager's cut. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody had to make it all work. Amen. <laughs> all right. That's it? You don't, you don't have thoughts bouncing around in your head just screaming to get out, Ray? No. I got a lot of thoughts. Okay, share them. They're not screaming to get out. Oh, um, you you have a lot of thoughts, but they're not perfected yet. Right, so I'm you, still mulling them around yeah. here. I really don't want to come out with them until you until know I've worked them out to to be their best best thought that they yeah. can be. What well, we saw a uh, podcaster saying that the other day. Yeah, I've written three or four articles. I know I haven't put out many articles recently, but I've written three or four. But you know what? They're just not perfected yet. So, you know, I'm still going to hold on to them. I'm like, you lazy ass. That, that's the sales You haven't written a damn article yeah. in three months, and now you just realize that you haven't put anything out there in three months. That's the guy in the uh, sales meeting that people say, uh, do you have any appointments? Who's got appointments for today? Oh, I have four. Right. Who are they with? Well, I mean, you know, that one guy that we've been talking about. Right. You know, he's coming back. I got another one, just a friend. You know, I, I think he's coming in today. And then there are a couple I got to confirm. I mean, I don't yeah. want to tell you until I confirm them. I, but, yeah. you know, they're coming in today. I just got to, you know, I, I'm not sure when. So, I, you know, I don't want to let you know until I know exactly when. You know, today, tomorrow. <laughs> right. Maybe tomorrow. But, right. yeah, I got them. I got them. <laughs> yeah, they're appointments, though. So, this uh, podcast is about med- meditation. No, it's not. It's about motivation. It is. Have we talked about motivation at all? Yes. Good, good. I'm- yeah, we've talked quite a bit about motivation. Um, so, you are now the manager of a dealership, and you've got a team of salespeople. You know that each one of them has a different motivator. How do you, how are you going to go about really f- figuring out? Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I mean, a great way. If I were this theoretical manager in this dealership, I would have weekly one-on-ones under the guise of, you know, review, whatever, performance and all that kind of stuff. But what I would really be doing is trying to learn those types of things. Right. How do I talk to this guy or girl? How do I motivate this guy or girl? You know, what makes them tick? What do they want out of life? Uh, you know, how, the old thing, you can get everything you want out of life if you help other, enough other people get what they want. Yeah. So, I mean, you find out what makes other people tick and what makes other people uh, strive to be better. Right. And, and you help them get those things. I love that one-on-one. Yeah. And it's so, I recommend it to dealerships all the time that you need to have more one-on-ones. Yeah. And it is shocking to me how few dealerships actually employ that method i think it's a direct correlation between how many managers actually give a shit about the people that work for them right I mean, they're clocking in and out just like the guy at the factory right and so why so i guess you've already answered the question before i asked it why do you think that's not occurring and it's because they don't care yeah i mean I think, or they feel too busy i mean yeah. let's give them you know kind of Benefit of the doubt. Okay. They care, right? They they want to be successful. Obviously, it, it, it impacts their wallet yeah, if, if, if the sales team is more successful. Yeah. Right? So let's take that out of it that, you know, it's and just a, a lack I don't of education. care. Yeah. And 
so what's preventing me as a manager? I just feel like I don't have the time, or I don't believe that it's actually going to produce a result. Yeah, I guess that's. Probably I mean, you've it. talked about that and, before, and it goes up the chain. I mean, it's uh, at some point the the buck has to fall. You know, you've got to take personal responsibility for the things under your control. Right. A salesman has a personal responsibility to control how many phone calls he makes, how many ups he takes. What you know is he following the processes outlined by the dealer. But the sales manager has a responsibility to lead his team, which is different than managing. You know, it's it's not keeping someone between the lines. Right. And that, that's managing, is keeping things between boundaries. But leading is, uh, you know, inspiring others to, to have a common goal with your goal. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff right there. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. So in looking at it from that perspective, I think too, too often, and it's not an either-or proposition, right? Neither, neither one is mutually exclusive. Amen. So why not both? Th- there has to be a level. Porque no los dos. It means why not both. It means what? Porque no los dos. Which means? Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. Porque no los dos. All right, so so I'm sorry, I interrupted. You were saying uh, that those things are not mutually exclusive. Right, that, that we have to have a level of accountability, right, because it's amazing how much you'll do when you realize somebody's watching. Right. And on the other side of that, because if all I'm doing is just the minimum in order to keep you off my back, then that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to waste my time or spend my time just working to keep somebody off my back rather than necessarily really being creative and how can I be more successful in what I'm doing? Yeah, and I think you hit on a great point is perhaps it's a realization that, you know, leaders in our industry don't have that the better your team performs, the better off you are. Now, do they have, you know, okay is okay syndrome? Right. You know, this is good enough. Like my my house mortgage is getting paid every month. I've got two nice cars. I got a boat. Yeah. I got a wife that spends too much money and a couple of brats, you know, right. that are eating all my food. Right. We uh, did 120 units last month. We're probably going to do 120 units yeah. again this month. You know, can I really impact the result? Yeah, and I, you know, I think we're asking a question that a lot of dealers are asking. Is you know, it goes from dealer down to the GM, from GM to the salespeople. I mean, sales managers. Oh, I'm hitting on the table again. Yeah. Sales managers to the salespeople. Yeah, so I think all the way up and down that chain, you know, we're talking specifically in the sales realm, but uh, so maybe we can get into some meat. What could you ask me earlier, and I never did really answer you, is if I'm a sales manager, what am I going to do? Well, we talked about the one-on-ones for one right. thing. Um, yeah, I want to have some kind of little games in there. I know it's, I mean, hey, you know, car business is full of... Uh, old white dudes right. right you think do they really want to play games i think having some little games inside a dealership can be an effective motivational tool whether that's rolling the dice like we used to do right you get a dice for every car deal and uh, 10 bucks for every point on the dice or something like that or you know little things like uh playing with the schedule you know you get off early on a friday or come in late on a saturday or or maybe the Saturday's a bad example, but you know, playing with the work schedule is another way. I think you had a good one of 
kind of standing out in the crowd. Hey, well, we used to do the old steak and beans thing, right? You yeah. ever do this where you divide up into two teams? Yeah. One one team eats beans on the last day of the month. The other team eats steak. steak? I like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and when you look at it from that motivating people standpoint, you had referenced you got the leaderboard and, you, you know, who's on top. And then they come in and they divide them into teams. Yeah. So, so you're not a fan of dividing into teams. Well, and I've seen it work very effectively. Yeah. And I've seen it kind of fail and and go by the way of all great ideas that don't get implemented. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I haven't given it much thought. Um, I was at some places where we did that, at some places where we didn't. I guess it would depend on the situation, and I could probably be swayed by someone you know, trying to convince me one way or the other. Uh, but I haven't really given it much thought. Have you? Yeah, I have. I've seen it work effectively, and I've seen it utterly fail. I think it's the the motivation from the leader of the team. I like the concept, personally, of having a group of salespeople that each manager is responsible for, and then put that element of competition in there, right? So if your sales management is driven, then they're going to want to win. They're going to want their team to be on the top of the leaderboard, just like you have that intrinsic desire right. to see your name at the top of the leaderboard. I want to beat the other sales people, the other sales managers. Yeah. So I'm going to bring my team together and do those one-on-ones and get more involved in their deals and you know look at you know what are you doing today and and rally them around. Hey man, we are the best team right here. We're going to win, right? So uh, we're going to do whatever we have to do in order to win. Let's get to work, but. I think there's just such a strong group rally mentality that goes when you've isolated yourselves into a team uh, that's a competitive vehicle against other teams that there's a real scoreboard, right? Who's ahead at the end of the day or even lunchtime on a Saturday, right? And who's going to win the day? Who's going to win the week? Who's going to win the month? Yeah. When I saw it in some movie or something where – I don't know, some rich guy and some person was giving him a hard time about being rich, you know, and being out of touch and just chasing the almighty dollar. And they said, when is it enough? You know, what? what's your obsession with money? you got all the money you could ever need. He said, yeah, but if we don't, uh, if we don't judge by money, then how do we keep score? Right. You know, right. that's how we know who's winning and losing. Yeah. By how much money they have. Well, I like. Uh, I, I don't the, really agree with that, but it was an interesting. A quote from uh, J.D. Rockefeller. Yeah. When he was considered probably the richest man in the world. Uh-huh. And he was interviewed and they said, Mr. Rockefeller, how much is enough? Yeah. Right. I mean, you have all this money that's making money and more money. And how much is enough? And he said, you know, I just want one more dollar. Yeah. Right. And I love that quote. Yeah. Right. It's like. It's never enough. I just just one more. But I think some people just have that inherent desire to build things. Right. You know, it's it's no longer about the money. You know, there gets a point where you've got enough money to live a comfortable life. You yeah. don't really need any more cash. But it's the uh, desire to improve the process, or the desire to hit this bigger number at the you know in sales, uh, or it's the desire to build a team that you know. When you're long gone and out of the business, man, you can go back in and I built that. I oh, put yeah. that process into place. Well, I look now at dealerships that I've worked for, and I know one of the most recent ones that I worked for, and seeing how getting there, there was one average per month unit sold, 
and knowing a year later, and it wasn't strictly me, it was implementation of processes, and I felt like I played a part in that, but a number of other people did as well. But a year later, we were from 170 average per month to 220 to 230 units per month. Yeah. Well, that that to me is, you know, it's great to be able to look at your competition and go argue with that. Yeah. Right. Argue with the vacuum. And when those numbers come out from the manufacturer each month that right. say, you know, who led the board in the region and district and all that. Yeah. It's like I know uh, John Frew Morgan when he was talking about going to work for a Subaru dealer and uh-huh. them telling him, oh, you can't do it the the car way. You got to do it the, the Subaru way. customers are different. And yeah. yeah, it'll never work. It'll never work. And he said, finally, they stopped telling him it would never work when he grew his dealership to the highest performing in the state of Florida. And he said, they wouldn't say I was right, but they stopped saying I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's just that, that whole, uh, you know, I mean, we're keeping score, right? This isn't a zero-sum game. We, you know, there there's a winner and a loser, and it's determined monthly, almost weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly. Yeah. We see what the, the ultimate result is. Well, wouldn't it be funny? I was thinking about your teams and the sales managers, you know, and having a little friendly competition. Wouldn't it be funny to uh, have the sales managers pick their teams like in the old, you know, playground days? Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, obviously a few people have to get picked last. Well, but but I think that the, a good manager would take those people pick last under their wing. Right. And they would come out of that month so much better because they would get that one-on-one. Right. You know, the top we, guy's going to do what the top guy's going to do, but the the way I'm going to win this team competition is bringing up the least of us. Right. That's where that's where I think the ultimate result is going to be most impactful. You got, you got a phone acting up on you a little bit over there. Over there, yeah. I got my phone acting up a little Give bit. Give me a little... Uh, it's ringing. A little hiccup there. Yeah, a little hiccup, yeah. But you noticed it didn't ring out loud. No? I got my ringer no, off. No, but you still looked down. I got my ringer off. <laughs> I would be a, uh, I would be a hard guy to do a podcast with, don't you think? I do. It's like I have to dictate everything. I'm such I, a microcontroller. I don't think any truer words have been spoken by you in any of the podcasts. In any of our podcasts? No. I think that was you. You nailed it. Kudos to you, John. <clears throat> I might be a bit of a control freak. It's it's something I'm working on, Ray. And you know, you want to be the best you you can be. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, unfortunately bleeds over to, uh, I want I want others to be the best that I think they can be. Right, right. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I want you to be the best that I know you can be. If yeah. you'll just do what I tell you, yeah. you'll be a lot better. That, that has caused me more headaches than uh, I care to talk about. But you believe in it. And well, stick I'm trying with to what change those ways, in, man. Well, you know. Teach I mean, his own. Don't, don't change them all. Yeah, there's some there's some nuggets in there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're covered in crap, but there's <laughs> nuggets down inside all that. There's a book about that, right? Is there? It's uh, the energy bus when uh, the bus driver gives him the black rock. You remember? I do. We talked about this at a company meeting once. Yeah, and, uh, this was a presentation you gave. I did uh, about the when you cleaned up that rock and got all the dirt and mud off of it. Ah, oh, it was gold. Oh, I thought it was a diamond. It was gold. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was right. gold. It wasn't a diamond. No. Shows, anyway, shows up. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting with John and Ray. We are so happy you joined us. 
We hope you'll join us again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. So just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. You've got it. Great.